0: Welcome to the Podcast Kenya. We are your hosts, Andy Davies, Claire Earnshaw and Leon Weche. We are here to discuss all things training, nutrition, health and mindset. We aim to share knowledge through our own experiences and by interviewing local and international experts in their field. Our goal is to provide education and empowerment. We hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to episode 11 of the podcast, and in this episode we're going to talk about how to build your legs and back, As I think those are very popular muscle groups, and we'll give you sort of our our sort of favorite techniques and tips on how you can go about this. I, I kind of wish we'd uh, recorded our chat before. That was quite interesting. We were just discussing the size of the uh, <laughs> the baby in terms of fruit. Uh,
1: <laughs> it was a, sh- a short pregnancy yeah. podcast again. Uh, yeah, <laughs>
2: <laughs> spin off.
0: Yeah, yeah, little, little yeah. spin off there. I always find our pre pre podcast chats are the best. We should just start the camera rolling
1: <laughs> in case in case yeah. we
0: get good good juicy conversation. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I think, well, legs are probably the most popular, I would say. Yeah, you know,
2: I think, this is funny, I've seen better backs more recently because more people don't push-pull legs, Mm. so people are getting better backs. Also, I think legs have got better with people because there's a stigma around skipping leg day. (laughs) Obviously not everyone's still into that, you know, legs. Yeah. But generally speaking, you know, there's a bit more oh, pushed yeah. towards actually doing legs. And especially, you know, the women, you know, it's like getting in and, you know, although from what I hear, fashion's moving on, going back to sort of skinny Kate Moss fashion. But, you know, yeah. I'm sure our listeners are more I'm still into uh, big glutes and quads.
0: Oh, yeah. So, uh,
2: but, yeah, so I think, you know, and I think the easiest thing to forget for a woman is back and I always say to female competitors, if you can get your lats wide it makes your waist look really small Mm -hmm. you know, so it's like framing shoulders, shoulders, lats down to small waist slightly back out for glutes you know, curving the quad but, um, you know, I think for men, I think big back kind of is, you know Something everyone wants because it gives you that automatic impression of being big. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I know it's back. not like a t shirt muscle like an arm where you can walk around in a tight t shirt flexing your oh, yeah. Your <laughs> but you know it makes you look just actually bigger.
0: I, it was just it, sorry this is not very scientific it was just funny when we were looking through our wedding photos there's one picture and Leo was like look at my back and it just <laughs> oh, yeah. looked like an alien through his looked, t-shirt he was like
1: yes it looked nice it was covering you I was like ooh okay I got like that bit of yeah. wedding cake
2: pump yeah <laughs> exactly and then uh, it's Makes the calves him.
1: it's also one of the it's just one of those muscles especially if you're not a competitor you're just straining it you never Like you don't have mirrors in your house to look at your everything else you can sort of see. Yeah. So back is one of those it's almost like training with hope. (laughs) You're just there hoping, you know what, I I hope this is working, my lads, until you see a picture or someone, you know, approaches you from the back and is like, Hey, you know, like there's it's it's just it's not like abs, chest where you can be like, Oh, okay, I I see, you know. Uh, if you have a coach, good. And someone take photos from the back, you can see. But it's it's one of those muscles. I find it's it's you have so so many angles, so many things to do, and you you just sit and hope you're doing the right thing uh, for your back. I remember, like you
2: know, Kevin, my client, you guys know. He um, I remember when his his lap started to grow, and he was like, oh. You know, he, he started noticing I'm sort of being in the way more. Mm, when mm-hmm. you're rowing, you can actually start feeling Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, true, like true. In, so like, you know, at first he was like, oh, you know, this is getting uncomfortable, you know, like vests, t-shirts. That, you know, you had to go buy bigger clothes. Yeah. So, you know, and I think that's the thing, because it is, your back is the thing that makes you look and be bigger. You know, it's a big, you know, the back is a massive muscle group and it ties in nicely to the legs, which mm-hmm. is, you know, another big muscle group.
0: Yeah, and I think I think women like training it as well. Like if you're wearing your backless tops or whatever, like having just a nice, well-shaped back always looks good. But it, again, like it does make finding clothes hard. Like if you have big lats, it's it's really tough. Yeah. And,
1: t- t-shirts riding up and.
0: Well, it's more like if you you know for sports bras or just bras uh, in general or dresses—they're yeah. just not made for those dimensions. But that's yeah. You
2: know, I say bras in general, yeah, you know, because obviously your back plays a significant role in what bra you can wear it really does I just wear sports bras now it's
0: so much more comfortable
2: Comfortable,
0: (laughs) but I also think there's you know so many more pages and YouTube pages on you know how to train your back more effectively, like from Coach Kasem, and you you, yeah. you watch Big Mike, and, and and I know for both of us that made a big difference. Like I never ever yeah. used to feel my lats. I mean, maybe I was working them. You can't solely rely on sensation, but you know when you find the right setup for certain movements, you know I was like ah okay now Actually, now the I problem feel it.
2: Is too many people think for back to do their back, let's go in and do some lat pull downs. Which aren't even so lap pull downs. They're not even. Yeah, you know, we don't. You can make them hit your lats, but you're mainly high rowing. Yeah. You know, yeah, you have to sort of twist and work. That's why I actually. I, I don't. <clears throat> can you hear me still? Yep. Yep. Pretty um, good. So, yeah, so I tend to do them um, unilaterally if I'm going to do a lap pull down. So I can actually feel it into my lap. But, um, you know, the reality is. Um, you yeah, know, was better exercises, you know, lap, as we said, lap pull downs are not,
1: yeah, I,
2: not the best lap. They're not a lap builder, but definitely, they might give you a nice little pump if you can hit it, but as well as your rear delts and yeah,
1: traps. Like in the past few years after competing, well, during competitions, you know, take pictures and I noticed like just, before you don't have the knowledge and everything. And then after coaching with JP and just doing things like, uh, we, we did the Franco's program and just watching coach Kasem and guys, I'd go back to my pictures and notice I had a more powerful upper back. Most people. And do. looking back, it's yeah. like for lats it was mostly, you know, quote unquote, lat pulldowns. And, and, Sometimes it was too heavy and then you also look at the setup and it, it, it was really more upper back. Because even when it's heavy, I'm leaning back. Whereas if it was lat, I'd be leaning forward and squeezing back. So after understanding that, it's why... Because every time I'd be like looking at pictures and I'm like, this and this are growing. But man, my lats are they're lagging behind. And it's now after that, i had been... Now when hitting lats, like Claire said, learning different angles, even just rowing with bubbles differently and dumbbells and you realise... I think it's,
2: it's so common though, you know, Yeah. you walk out there in the gym and you see guys with massive traps yep. and no back. Mm. Like,
1: it's like from like, mid yeah, all the way to your really rectus.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Well, I guess maybe we can break the back muscles down and then yeah. how... You could schedule your training split to bias the back, and then um, maybe some. Yeah, and we yeah. can
2: prioritise it within a session how we set it up, and what exercises. Yeah. Like yeah, we we talk about a pool session. Let's talk about like when we looking at a pool session.
0: Mhm. Yeah.
2: Um, and how we would structure a pool session. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I guess muscles um, muscles of the but...
0: back first of all, a bit of basic anatomy. Top to bottom. Top to bottom. Top to
1: toe. From trapezius.
0: Okay, yeah, so you've you got, got, tra- you got
1: your big
2: traps.
0: We yeah. should have a little diagram here. I Just know. take your... Some gents, take <laughs> your tops off. And, uh,
2: for that, yeah. for that <laughs> audio. the <laughs> a post-wedding back. Yeah. yeah, let's see <laughs> it. I know. <laughs> oh, you, know, do, you, I you it it, YouTube.
1: I usually have a... <laughs> Um, Thumbnail, an,
2: clickbait, little <laughs> we'll gets naked on camera. A, I know that. that's <laughs> the, <laughs> the views right? <rise. laughs> we have, have a load of random Indian guys watching. I know
1: <laughs> that'll be the, the most watched podcast just because of clickbait. Oh, all yeah. right. Well, it's take easy. us through it then. Uh, I just opened uh, there's an app I use, Clearly. It's Barman, actually really good app. Told, told us about it, it's called Essential Anatomy.
0: Essential Anatomy. And you, and
1: you can go all the way into the nerves. Uh, You buy it once. I think I bought it for both of us. So you can use it up to three or four people, I
0: think. But it's nice because you can strip away
1: Yeah, each each muscle muscle
0: and see the bones, see the nerves. nerves. Yeah, it's great. All right, so top.
1: Uh, Trapezius. Yeah, we can just. Start the trap. I guess what people consider trap is what they see from yeah, the front. But
2: it quite low down. Yeah, it exactly.
1: does. I think
0: much lower than people think, and yeah. it's like you said, andy Most people overdevelop the top. Oh yeah. Uh, but then have quite weak <laughs> lower traps, yeah. which can lead to a lot of.
2: Yeah. Uh, sh- lower trap's important for stability, and and it should go down to sort of almost bottom of the scapula.
0: Yep, yep. Really low. It's like it, yeah. I would say that's mid the... mid mid back where it yeah, it is mid
2: back. It joins it joins mid back. Mm. It joins to a... mm. yeah, and point. that's
0: a real trigger point. I always get that, you know, yeah, like you right right that. there. You put put your ball in. Oh,
2: but you know yeah. why? It's when you know people get stressed, shrugging, yeah, <laughs> and, you know, sort of bending over, and lifting their you know, shrugging their traps up. Yeah, it just tightens that bottom bit because mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. never you know, it's not. It's not activated, it's just yeah. pulled
0: tight all the time. And I mean, it's attaching right at the base of like yeah. your skull as mm-hmm. well. Back so, neck, yeah. I mean, again, there's a lot of, lot of tension. It's,
1: uh, it's one of the things we do with Claire's mom, when I did Feldenkrais and I had like scapula, I was just feeling tight and and of <coughs> session, it just, you know, like that drop and even she'd say, she's like, even your traps, like you can see the separation between traps Yeah, it was amazing. You could
0: actually see it.
1: It's like you can tell the difference just from that. Like
0: the muscle had relaxed because when it's, I guess when it's contracted, you know, you don't, you don't see it so much. It was really... My
2: favourite traps were on Danny Trego in... Desperado, he did that film with Antonio Banderas with oh, his yeah, his guitar keys. His <laughs> yeah. traps joining up is. under his ear, <laughs> yeah. but he wasn't like a big guy, he just had the most ridiculous set of traps yeah. and it's like nothing was particularly big on him. He was in good shape yeah. <laughs> except for he must have been all know like He must have been yeah. just doing like pull downs or yeah. doing pull ups. So yeah. Maybe he was just doing pull ups
1: It's like and a... he
2: was very engaged with his traps but he was not yeah. under his ears.
1: Yeah, it's, it's like with wrestling, Goldberg. That was yeah. sign- every... I think at that point every every dude wanted big traps no one cared for arms
0: yeah it's <laughs> funny because i i used to have when i swam i had quite big traps and i always hated it <laughs> but then you know things change of course now I, I really i think you know quite juicy traps look look good on on women too yeah like i
2: think it's it's another one that it's hard you know if your traps join too high in your neck for a man like i'm not yeah, you know, mine don't join too high up mm. you know uh, fit getting shirt collars to fit. It's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> it becomes a real yeah, problem. Uh,
1: right, you know? you're, you're, you're tailoring everything now.
0: Problems. Okay, so we got uh, traps. All right.
1: So I guess we go You got rear the...
2: delts? You got your rear delts?
1: Yeah, I was thinking because even rear delts, most you work from pool, it's so, so part pulling, of your yeah. posterior.
2: Yeah,
0: I mean, they're quite, they're quite small. Yeah. Well, they're actually, not, uh... they're quite. Well, no, they're... Well, they're important for no, shoulder yeah. stability yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. and for that pulling mechanism of bringing the, you know, yeah. arms
0: back. And to have nice, 3D shoulders. Well, yeah.
2: Or if you want, if yeah, if you want good shoulders, you need a to. lot of people need to realise it's not just all shoulder pressing or yeah. lateral cable. Yeah. It's actually that rear that rear delts really important to give and shape shape. It can
0: be quite hard to isolate and yeah, grow. I think. Easy we'll get into exercise selection, but I remember I, I did struggle with them for a while until I found, like, yeah, again, correct arm path, yeah, things like that.
1: I guess next we go to the terrace,
0: hmm.
1: which is yeah. also... Yeah, major, minor. Yeah, small muscle, but I think it's what you're saying. Sam. It's, it's one of the videos I was watching, and sometimes what people think is rear delt is actually... Teres? Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Say, the other part with Teres is what people think their lattes. They mm-hmm. think, Oh I've got lats. Actually no, it's just your, teres it's it's right. it's yes. just teres, your Yeah. It's just Your lats are actually doing a lot.
1: And I guess that's where yeah. now playing with angles come in when Exactly. When that's yeah.
2: the thing. That's the problem with like things like lat pull downs and stuff mm-hmm. where you're leaning back, your Terry's takes a lot yeah. of reactivation. Well yeah, you know, your lat won't. You know, your, you know it becomes a trap weird doubt and terry's exercise yeah.
0: yeah yeah that's so true and i mean it's great like seeing you guys when you're shredded because then you can see all these individual muscles which is yeah, very cool you can see I if, think you, I've ever if seen you've mine. been
1: putting in the work also
0: yeah. <laughs> i mean that, then of course we have the lats
1: yeah the the big Latissimus guys I'm, i was trying to what's
2: see a, a, rhomboids? a rhomboids yes i
1: was trying to see if there's any
2: hidden new Rombos
0: muscles, muscles. I put rhomboids before lats
2: although okay. lats
1: attach higher yeah. so which one you
0: would say is higher no no rhomboids are higher <clears> yeah yeah. I okay, good. going to say a yeah. bit higher but, yeah, let's so do... then okay so
2: we've got rhomboids lats um, yeah I think those are the
0: um, the erectors oh yeah the erectors Yeah, yep mm. and let's
2: then
0: see. there's quite a bit of fascia down there
1: as well uh, I was <laughs> just checking un- like under the I don't know if it counts, but the serratus comes back like under the lot. Yeah, lat.
2: it feels mm, okay. round.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Gosh, yeah, well, now you're getting deep. now. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's just, a, <laughs> now that's why we're... this Same app,
2: that's more of a connection thing. Yeah, it's yeah. just,
1: when you so, go into the app, it's, 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 it's incredible. You can just that's really deep dive, so yeah. it does show like the connection of the serratus into where the traps sort yeah. of go in, so... Yeah. But those are anyway, the, we'll the talk, main yeah. ones, the I think. It
2: just sort of wraps around, but mm-hmm. I don't think, well, that's a bit of stability there, yeah, but... Yeah, the boxer yeah. muscle,
1: as it's called. Anyway. It's all right.
0: Well, that, that's mainly anterior. So yeah. The, the feather.
1: When you're punching. Yeah.
2: The feathers. It's one of the things that looks like really good, though, when you shred Yeah, yeah it does. When you're shredded.
1: It's one of those, I, I remember when, like, when you're doing any cut, mini cut prep, it's like when you see them, you're like, now, yeah, yeah, now, so we yeah, now we're we're we're. Now you know me. you're okay.
0: Yeah. Okay, so th- those are the main muscles. So we've got yeah, traps, rear delts, rhomboids, teres minor, major, lats, mm. and your erectiles. Yeah, um, erectors. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: And I mean, a lot of people forget that the back. You know, your back is part of your core. Um, you know, so it's, it's really important to have a nice strong back. And I think, yeah, I mean, like Andy said, people are focusing more on it, but before I think, especially for guys, like, you know, push, <laughs> you know, too much focus on, on chest, you know, you can lead to real issues and imbalances. And again, like Leon says, cause you can't always see your back. Sometimes you tend to forget. So I think, I mean, gen in general, like having a really strong posterior chain is so important, but then... Okay.
2: I was going to say, that whole balance thing is front-to-back mm. balance, but also top-to-bottom balance. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like, you want your back to be balanced with your chest, but also balanced across the back. Because, yeah. you know, everything works together for your stability and keeping your spine in a good position. As soon as something gets pulled out of the way, and your spine it starts getting a weird curve to it, because one side's tighter or top's tighter... That's when you start getting bulging discs, and you start getting, you know, disc issues, and you know, yeah. it just get worse over time. Yeah, I think.
1: Yeah, I think <laughs> it's, it's just important to say it's it's not all for aesthetics. We're, yes, no. we're talking about most of it's both. not for aesthetics. actually. Yeah.
2: Yeah. when we talk about the back, mm. there's nothing worse than having a bad back. Even if I've had like a back a spasm in the back just from whatever muscle decides to spasm, that is super painful people though who have true bad backs when we get bulging discs or prolapse discs mm. that will lay you up like nothing else yeah stop you from training stop you from even walking Yeah.
1: any movement yeah. you make yeah
2: any movement so that's why the back is so important beyond the aesthetics because if you want to be able to work and spend time with your kids or go even for a walk you want your back to be feeling good,
0: yeah. And a lot of the time, the issue these issues come from having a weak back, um, mm. or again, like yeah, overtraining certain parts of it. So just you know, within your program, making sure that you are yeah, training all those muscles and just knowing how to hit them effectively. So let's say you know, setting up your training split for the week, you know, with with a back bias. How would you guys go
2: about it? Well, I always think I want to focus most on is how I start. Yeah, you know, first day, first session of the week. So off of, off of a rest day, maybe post if I'm in a, you know, if I'm cutting, it be post refeed. It'd be a post. Well, say a slightly higher day because I tend to do higher days on the you know on a rest day. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's on well, a gaining phase, it'd be where my calories are at their highest in the week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So depending on how your nutrition's is up, it'd be recession off, you know, where there's the highest calories. Yeah. On gaining things. And I always, you know, try, I like to start the week. So I'm not fresh. Like post rest day, got plenty of energy. Lift, you know, so I can put maximum progress into my lifts. And, you know, I think the push-pull legs kind of splits actually works great for the back. It's worse for some of the extremities, like the arms, you have to work it carefully. But for things like those big, solid, big muscle groups, push-pull legs works great.
1: Yeah, I, I, I do the same stuff with pull, but only because <laughs> nowadays le- legs, legs is just hard and well it's always been hard and i used pretty, to enjoy it. yeah but, yeah but it's 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 like i said before when i used to pull it was too upper back biased and not not because i i want it's just it's what I saw in magazines, you know, lat pull-downs. It's what Here's the I button. read.
2: Like every magazine photo of Ronnie and everyone was always on a lat pull-down la- machine.
1: Yeah. And the photo taken from the back. <laughs> Pro- and like, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then traps, you know, the lean. Yeah. Yeah. So for obviously starting out, you know, young, just learning, but it was... It's I also think-
2: the easiest exercise. Yeah, like, it is. here's the thing this is why a lot of people start off with things like this when you're looking around the gym and you're new and you, if you haven't had a trainer and you're getting you're like oh okay what's not going to embarrass me oh well, yeah that, that thing looks easy <laughs> yeah a few curls people just sit around doing this <laughs> and you know doing really lightweight on the lap pulled down yeah and it's easy you yeah know? you
0: don't need special handles you just grab and go yeah,
2: yeah. grab and go you, you grip it and rip it <laughs> you um, know um, yeah but, sorry I was gonna say, but that's the thing when you're young, you want to do you don't think what's gonna challenge you most, you're like, oh, okay, what's the easiest <laughs> things to do?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah fair enough. <laughs> and then
1: it was always uh, lat pull downs, barbell rows, dumbbell rows, and you know, pull ups, chin ups that like that was a staple. In yeah,
2: a place. I just think when we're looking at a session. I always start, so I'll tell you how I start every pull session. I do face pulls, laying face pulls, purely to warm up and mobilize to the shoulder joints. Also, I like to pre exhaust the rear delt mm-hmm. so it's less active, so it's more tired when I'm doing other things. Mm-hmm. So I can sort of try and keep it out of other exercises. So I'll always start off with a nice laying face pull. So I always do it laying down on the floor and pull from a high position. That way I'm not using any of my body to pull it. So I do yeah. know I'm you know, focusing on those uh, rear delts. Then I will go for next one to one of my big lifts. it would be either a um, chest supported T-bar row, if you've mm. got it, or a bent over barbell row. Normally, something like Mm -hmm. that. Um, And that's where the true meat and potatoes of my workout is. It's probably, you know, where it's gonna knock me out most. Then I'll tend to switch to something like a dumbbell barbell row, or if there's a machine, a chest supported, close grip, Mm. neutral grip uh, row of sorts. you know, ideally plate load, a bit like your Atlantis one in, you know, when we were training fit mm-hmm. something yeah, like that. Yeah, that one that was really good. good. Um, and then do some uh, unilateral pull downs. And, you know, I tend to be my last back. It was, you know, if I'm programming for someone, I would tend to, I, I do pull ups. I just tend to, if I'm programming for someone, do something like an assisted pull up. Mm-hmm. I also think yeah. people get a lot of personal satisfaction out of pull ups.
0: Yeah. I wouldn't say it's like the best for hypertrophy, but for no, strength, it's, not, but and it's, feeling... it's it's for
2: motivation. Yeah. And here's the thing, for especially female clients, what's your goals?
0: Yeah. I'd love to
2: be able to do a pull up. Mm-hmm. So we start with a sister pull ups and we work towards yeah. doing at least one unaided by the end of the programme. Yeah. Mm.
0: No, I think yeah, I, I think that's good. So like <clears throat> Yeah. Push pull legs is great. I find, I remember doing that. My back got really hammered. So you did have to be quite careful. Do yeah. cause so, I mean, some of them you do deadlifts on the pull day as well. And that's,
2: it, yeah, see, I tend to do my, cause I do, I tend to keep to RDLs and do them yeah. on the leg day, Okay, uh, which means I have to split up and this is the thing when we're setting up, I have to, I normally do, you know, I'll tend to do pull push legs to separate. I'll pull and legs and then have mm. a rest day and if it's still not recovered I'll have an extra rest day in if it needs to be then before I yeah. do pull again.
0: Because it's, um,
2: that's, that's it's taxing. RDLs are taxing. Very taxing. Um, and, you, and you feel them in your back. Yeah. So I tend not to do deadlifts. I do programming for some people mm. who actually enjoy them. And <laughs> yeah, because you know, yeah. there should be some element of enjoyment to a training of course. session. And also if they get benefit out of them. Yeah. yeah. I always yeah. tend to say I prefer an RDL, but like, you know, for me, you know, most of my work comes in from those bent over rows, or the chest-supported rows, because, you know, after that, you know, everything else is just, that's my big builder, everything else is then becomes a bit more isolation, mm-hmm. uh, and then, you know, obviously, I, I think I better finish up on like a couple of exercises just the biceps, or, you know, yeah, and, you know, or hammer curls as well, for in. You know,
0: yeah no, I agree and I mean when you're doing the deadlifts there it's it's more of like isometric you just hold it's it's just holding the back is you're not you know it's not like a, a row or anything it's more of that kind of isometric hold which is yeah. still good like you can you, you can <laughs> I think it does it does it can build you a nice big back especially your it can and it is mm-hmm. if
2: it depends on what type of deadlifter you are yeah Yeah. yeah. you got two different types of deadlifters you get back-dominant deadlifters and leg-drive deadlifters. Oh, I'm back-dominant. But dominant. people that are really good at it, combine the two, mm. and okay. seamlessly switch between the two. Now, if you're not very good, like, I don't think I'm particularly, my body's not really built well for deadlifts, you know, relatively long levers. Yeah. <laughs> but the effectiveness of it, yeah. Um, so I tend to be, you know, either, it depends. I can go in and say, all right, I'm going to, Really must drive my legs this time, and I drive my legs, and I forget to. To do yeah. You know, put too much back in, and then I'm like the opposite. So you know, that's why I prefer just RDLs. But an actual good deadlifter transitions between leg drive to that hip, mm. you know, hinge movement, and to you know, use that back as well, back and legs at the same time to generate. It's, it's
0: not time. easy because like you mm-hmm. say, you're concentrating. You're like, okay, got to push through my legs. So I find I'm yeah. back dominant, and then then you kind of forget. So it's yeah. <laughs> it can be hard. But uh, (laughs) it's it's also like what do you want to focus on? Are you working more on your upper back? Are you trying to get your lats? Whichever one it is, put that fast. Although I like what you said, Andy, like start with something like face pulls. It doesn't need to be super heavy. You know, I would never go really heavy on face pulls no, Any you
2: way? can't really. really you are rather
1: really. doing light and doing like,
0: higher Yeah, It's about
2: feel. getting blood into the joints, that's how I yeah. see yeah. it. And
0: just shoulder health, like you can do the face pull with a the rotation. Yeah. There are various Yeah, that's what I, I do. I pull,
2: rotate back, yeah. get a bit of nice. yeah. take think, up
1: movement. Mm-hmm. I think most people, when it comes to back, which is a problem, a lot of people use momentum. Yeah. And <laughs> they just assume, yeah. you know, oh. It's going. I did twenty. It has to keep getting heavier. Face pools.
2: Yeah. yeah. And people look at me like I'm probably crazy <laughs> in the gym when I suddenly laid down on my back yeah. at the cable station. But um, it, it takes out any momentum. Yeah. yeah. So you not achieve. like you're not relying on. Yeah. You know, like the thing you miss is maybe bracing your core a little bit. But, but that's all right. To be yeah. fair, I could be doing catching up without any in the other exercises. Exactly. Big yeah. time. Yeah. For me, it's like, let's get as much blood into his shoulder and elbow joints ready for some pulling, yeah. And yeah. get a little bit of a pump in with, with help. That's perfect.
1: Yeah. I, so, like, I like kneeling, half kneeling or Well, that's, that's
0: good too. You're getting a lot of yeah. core. Yeah, seated is nice because yeah. you
2: can just brace I think, yourself. I, think I never good go thing heavy. thing about laying on is mm. you can get that nice, so...
1: The extra... Sorry.
2: Right. yeah,
1: our
0: machine's been so good. I don't know why it's being naughty now. Yeah, well, our Andy's machine
1: frozen on. Yeah, Andy's frozen. I'm Facebook. sure he'll be back. <laughs>
0: He's frozen on the Facebook, I yeah. now you get a good demo. Yeah. But um, yeah, our machine. Sadly, you couldn't lie down. It would. it yeah, would yeah. Hit at the top. Been... Hi, Andy. Sorry, you froze. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was still here. I could hear you. Oh,
2: but, um, yeah, I, I could hear. And, I think you know, it was you a frozen for me. So oh no. Like, okay. Once they're moving, I know. Wait, wait, we're, we're,
0: yeah, we're back. I
1: think it was a. A lag spike or whatever.
0: A, a lag spike—that's yeah. a new, new term. But um, yeah, yeah, so should we should that. we go through some of like our favorite mid back exercises, uh, yeah. lats. Um, <laughs> I, I I wish I wish I wish we had that chest supported T bar row. That's just.
2: I love a chest
0: supported. So that that is a really great like mid upper back
2: movement. I love a T bar row full stop. Mm. If you can't get a chest supported one, all you got to do is make sure you can brace properly and hold your body at a correct angle and you're not using your lower back to generate the drive.
0: Yeah, that's where chest support is just so great because then you can really manage your low back fatigue. Because um, I think like if I do bent over rows, I just, it just hits my lower back. D- dumbbells a bit better for me, but barbell, I just,
2: I just can't do heavy. Yeah, I, um, I'm lucky in the sense that yeah. I actually, I, I get, I do feel my bent over rows in my mid-back yeah, and nice. rather than my lower back. Yeah. And I think I've, I've got quite a good position now where mm. I can lock it in and then not worry. Obviously, there's always going to be a little bit of, you know, erectors being used because you, you got to get into that position first. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then so then what that's, I tend to do is yeah. I pick it up almost like a deadlift mm-hmm. and then lean back down into it, lock, then yeah.
0: yeah.
2: And then me, you're... Sorry.
1: No, I was just going to say, for me, it's... Uh, I always interchange bubble rows and deadlift movements. Like if I have a rotation with bubble rows, if I do RDLs or any lower back loading, it's a lighter or I just avoid putting deadlifts and bubble rows in the same. I've got
2: things, yeah, you should. I don't think, I think too many people try to do a lot of lower back loading.
1: In one session, yeah. (laughs)
2: Lowing in one session and all that happens is your lower back gets a battering. Yeah. yeah, and, and then by well, the end of the session, you feel like well, you've been beat up and it takes longer to recover. Yeah, and, and leg sessions to be bad, yeah. and the whole
1: week, yeah, because you're like, Oh, I did legs, you know, 100 kilos for 10 reps, now I can only do six, and it's like, yeah. obviously, yeah, <laughs> so
0: when. Generally speaking, when you're trying to target your mid-back, you want a wider arm path, so it's like a 45-degree arm path, and generally more of a, like, a semi-pronated grips. You know, not, I mean, it depends on what you're using. Like some, like if it's a barbell it can be quite hard but if you've yeah. got like the t-bar it can be a bit you know you can well, again play handles. I
2: always use yeah. a 45 degree handles yeah t-bar. just uh, if
0: you yeah. can get speciality handles they help so much they can make that such a huge difference for you to get into your optimal position and I mean all we've done is get the little you know it's cheap handles and you can just put them on like any bar anything like that yeah. and it's you know you can really I mean, optimize it.
2: You can one way of doing something is you can use an easy bar
1: mm-hmm.
2: or easy bar on um, if you're going lighter weights on some of your rowing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know um, the only problem with them we normally have short yeah plates of bar weights, so you can't load them too much. Yeah. But um, you know, if you're not, you know, if you're just starting off, they're quite good for getting your hands in the correct position. As you said, yeah, just putting some loop you know, handles on that you would use to clip onto our cable station. I use those actually a lot on um, a lat pull-down yeah. machine, a plate-loaded yeah. one, just to, so I can control my... Just loop it over and pull down. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so talking about favourite you know, mid-back exercises, obviously chest-supported, mm-hmm. barbell, but I do love a pe- and I do program these a lot, rows.
0: Yeah,
2: I I, one of my favorites. Yeah. So say technical though, so it's not yeah. something
0: you give a beginner. Yeah, I actually find them quite hard yeah.
2: myself. I, I doing enjoy them. doing them myself. Yeah. You know, I only program in for people that have been training for a while.
0: Yeah. 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 No, but I yeah no, I, I think those are great too. Um, and like you say, there's some real sort of bread and butter moves there. Um, and then you know, of course, yeah, dumbbell versions. You can do dumbbell chest supported yeah. row, bent over row and and then you've got your your then you go to your cable where you can do you know a seated low row seated sort of mid row and then a a high row you've got all of those and again hitting slightly different angles if i do a
2: barbell row i will tend to do then a dumbbell chest supported row Mm
0: -hmm.
2: keep it a little bit in close just you know to change your arm path but then go to a a cable or yeah. a machine but to be fair I tend not to use cables unless it's a sort of a, a seated row mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like yeah, a seat in yeah. neutral grip seated row
0: oh yeah those are those are good too yeah, yeah.
1: I, don't tend to,
2: I never do a cable lat pull down
0: yeah. oh I I, well, I, 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 yeah. I just
2: don't do them. I just I prefer to do plate loading machines and then yeah. I use I like to do them unilaterally by putting a handle on yeah. really being able then to squeeze into the into the lat
0: no that's true those plate loaded ones are really really good um, but yeah I think you know it also depends you know like we just said that if you're watching your, your lower back of course if you're doing unsupported yeah. barbell dumbbell that is going to put more load on it than if you're using a cable so just you know be be aware of that um, and then yeah I mean lats. I mean sorry also when you're doing a lot of those mid back you are hitting your rear delts mm-hmm. you know if you're using yeah. that 45 degree arm path you know, you can come up even a little bit with your elbows
2: and then you will be really getting your oh, well, rear i trying to exhaust them a little bit yeah. just to, so other muscles take more priority in the pull.
0: And, you know, that, that rear delt machine, that's actually not the best.
2: No, I sometimes <laughs> do, I put cables to that, rear mm. delt flies. Yeah. Rather than that machine, yeah. I will use that machine just sometimes for a bit of a jolly up if everything else has been used just for a warm up, a yeah. pre warm up warm up. If I'm waiting, like yeah. if I just got to the gym and I'm waiting for yeah. all the cables, the cable stations to free up, I might sit on it and just
1: yeah, that loosen
2: my shoulders on really lightweight.
1: Yeah, it's a weirdly built machine. I tried using it at um, Smart it's Gym. Just a fixed it, angle. It, it, it's angle. Yeah, it just doesn't yeah. a let you... Angle, and if
2: it's not the right angle for you, yeah. you get nothing out of it. I get it just nothing elbow joints. as a it small
1: doesn't, person. It doesn't let you drive through your elbows one bit. No. It's too it's too wide. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, and it's
0: too wide for you to think about for me. Yes,
1: I find pointless. it's like a rotator cuff. You know, <laughs> just a, Yeah, it is. and
2: that's the thing. It's why, why it's good for, say, a warm up. Yeah. yeah. Just to loosen the shoulders a bit, whereas a rotator cuff... Get a little bit, but as I say, if you put too much weight on, it's just gonna hurt your elbows. So I see people putting weight on and going, <laughs> leaning back into it. You're like, yeah, you know,
0: you, you're getting. Just, well, I mean, then you know when you see people with straight arms doing it and then yeah. they're going all the way back. You're like, now it's a completely different exercise, and you're not getting your rear delts.
2: Like, yeah, but yeah, yeah really I think rear like,
0: delts, like most most of the rows will get them, and then yeah, I think if you can do cable, a good cable setup. Those crossover ones,
2: those are also really yeah. good. And you can get, everything is, it's about finding your natural um, movement path. Yeah. Yeah, you because know, a lot of people try to copy everyone else. And it's mm-hmm. the same with anything, be it a bicep curl. Everyone's muscle is attached slightly differently, so your natural, you know, if it's on a bar, it would be a bar, your natural bar path or, you know, handle path or whatever, your arm path. Is slightly different for everyone, so it's about finding. So, if you're working with a partner, you may need to adjust the machine. Always think about that. Yeah, yeah. it's not like just don't just copy what we're doing, just exactly. see what feels most comfortable, and you feel it in your muscles. You know, mm-hmm. you gotta feel it.
1: Yeah, I think that's why I, I enjoy like JP and uh, the coach Cleo was talking about the big Mike. Is, big Mike. yeah, what? it's like sometimes. We are not made to be stiff. You don't have to do a bicep curl like a robot. You know, scoop the yeah. weight. It's the same with like rear delts because it's the elbow pulling, and you're trying to open up and like things like that. And it's where people don't understand. And most people will use momentum and just like row and throw weights oh, around. Oh, momentum! And and there's, a, there's a big difference between moving the way your body wants you to and momentum. So. <laughs>
2: And that's right. the thing. I think it's important to understand the way that the body's put together.
1: Mm.
2: Isolations are fine, but generally speaking, our muscles don't ever work in isolation. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So your so your gym session, especially if you're a general, general population client, if you're not a bodybuilder and you just want general overall look, focus on exercises will work not muscles at the same time yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. you know isolation is only good for once you've developed everything to a certain point and you just want to bring out stuff you know because uh, yeah. the fact is no muscle works in isolation it's just yeah. more thing mm. trying mm. to force it to isn't always the best for us No.
1: because
2: you get then you get imbalances because if you only mm. ever do isolation work but you're strong on a certain exercises you're just creating imbalances.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I guess that's I guess that's why back is also a very hard muscle to train because you're trying to target such a large area and balance it yeah, out. Yeah, it,
0: it can be
2: really hard. <laughs> and it's like, oh, good. if
1: you you know you hear, oh, if you want to get the rear delts, you need to be so like this. That's what we're saying. You though, get...
2: you've got to go in with a plan. Yeah. 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 When you don't go in with a plan or well, a rough idea of what you know what water order you should be doing things in that's when you do get balances because all that happens is I oh, go in, oh, um, okay, that's free. I'm going to do these these row exercises, okay, I'm going to go to now do you know deadlifts because the deadlift station's free. Yeah. You end up just loading it with all you know, um, all lower back loaded things, or you get in and go, oh, yeah, a bit tight. I'm just going to do just napalm downs, do yeah. some overhead pullovers. Oh, man. You know, you know, straight arm pullovers. And you end up doing a load of similar exercises because a lot of machines are very similar. Yeah. And, mm. you know, and you just see people doing, you know, you go from one machine, say a pullover machine, to doing a cable pullover. And you're like... Just why... Just doing the same thing with two different things. Yeah. yeah uh, so, you know, why are you doing that and then skipping everything else? Yeah, you know, and that's the thing. You're... And I think... That is, yeah... People, when you don't go in with a plan, is when you start getting imbalances, or you know, yeah. You know, I always say your plan should be first warm up, then your then your big compound, then you know if you need to do isolation after that. If not, do some other bigger multi muscle ones, but like using some of the machines.
0: Yeah, exactly, and. You, you know, like with rear delts, you don't necessarily have to isolate them because you're going to be hitting them so much if you're actually well. doing a movement properly. Um, so I guess into sort of lat <laughs> movements, um, a chest supported lat pull down, but remember with if you want to target your lats, you're not at that 45 degree arm path anymore. You want your elbows to be quite close to your body and they stop when they're in line with your body. And this is where like just having awareness of how your shoulder blades move is useful. So uh, backtrack a little bit, like if you're doing mid back movements, you don't have to start with like a scapular contraction, like pulling your shoulder blades together, finish like that. That's good. You don't need to initiate with that. And the same with the lats, you don't have to initiate with the shoulders, you know, going down, but that kind of thing of leading with your elbows and then finishing, like to get that squeeze of really thinking of your shoulder blades going down. I think that is helpful. And so having a chest supported pull down so like leon said at the beginning you're, you're leaning slightly forward because i think that's a mistake a lot of people make with lats is they're arching the back which is naturally not yeah. putting the lats in an optimal position
2: for you to take them out of the exercise almost exactly moving so, them from any activity so if anything
0: you've got to really make sure that pelvis is tucked under if you're not chest supported or if you are chest supported again still thinking of that and then finding the angle for you like this took a long time to find the right angle where you 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 really you know in an optimal position for your lats, like
2: if you yeah. get a bench, flip a bench round, you know, adjust the upright on the bench mm-hmm. until you can find yeah a nice you know a perfect hole for you, just yeah. to then pull in. Um, you know again put some loop handles on. Yes, so you can get a bit more movement. Yeah. You want a neutral grip bench. preferably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing, you know people have to realize, think about where do the lats attach you know, front of pretty much front of the arm, which you know Which you is crazy, isn't bone. it? Yeah. yeah right, right so, you know, you, you, what you wanna do is, you know, you want to drive back with the elbows and not pull in with the <laughs> bicep. And yeah. I see so many people with a bicep pump after doing a pulling exercise. You know, like, well Yeah, you not... know. I And I, I try to relax my shoulders at the beginning of the exercise and roll in mm. a little bit, just to really open up the back and then pull in and close everything up into so it's out and then you know like because that's the movement of the lat it goes wide it's short
1: yeah because that's the the best cue i ever got i think i was still a trojan and uh, i don't know which coach i was listening to maybe it's australian strength coach and he's like imagine there's a string on your elbow and someone's put like your arms are just hooks and someone's pulling it back Mm -hmm. don't think about your hands think about your elbow
2: jp say that yeah it's like your hands are just hooks yeah Yeah?
1: because most people think hand and then pull and you engage biceps Mm -hmm. instead think elbow and if you initiate thinking elbow and it's like it's not going then chances are it's too heavy and you're, exactly. just, you're yeah. just going to use your bicep all through. So, mm-hmm. I find t- even today when just teaching guys, the cue just helps because you just start forgetting like, ah, about it. Yeah, then you feel where you you I
2: know I use my back because I've got decent back, mm-hmm. shit biceps. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So good, so that, that's, good assessment. That's, that's, that's good. Yeah, and <laughs> I just need to do more bicep exercise. Yeah, and that's, also, that's so I, love, I love back day.
1: Yeah, and also, I think for lats something we need just people need to remember it's very simple like if you're targeting lats shoulder line to hip your shoulders should be in front of your hip more Mm -hmm. so as you're looking for your angle whether it's lower whatever just just think hips behind shoulders and like clear said arms closer finish at uh, where the lats you know that line of your body and in a few weeks or so you will find just that Angle that placement. I
2: love, rather than that pull down, a you know, forward-facing bench, chest supported, yeah. pull-over type. It is a pull mm, down. It is. Yeah. It's almost a pullover, pull-over. Yeah. Because you're bringing, you're driving your elbows down on curved curve, mm. keeping them nice and tucked in, mm. and the curve using two long rope attachments. Mm.
0: You know, yeah. Oh, that's, You've got yeah. one
2: of the bars where you can clip different things, and you just yeah. Yeah. It's almost like skiing yeah.
1: That's why even a, I'd, I'd say a cable pullover is a really good lat movement because you're already in, you know, like your bum is already behind and you're bringing it in. But also that one, <laughs> it's a hard one for many people, but it's, it's yeah, essentially... I mean,
0: I, mean there's, I think that, I mean, if you've just got a normal lat pull down, get your handles, put them on yeah, there, yeah. and then just make sure that you're not leaning back.
2: Yeah, everyone uh, has I would say, bench. you're better off t- almost testing unilaterally. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah that's because exactly,
2: yeah. I think, and this is just maybe it's a personal thing, I find it easier to fill my lats when I'm doing things unilaterally. Yeah. I can really focus on one, the mm-hmm. feel of yeah. one, and knowing that sort of, you know, that, that, that movement. Yeah. And then you can duplicate it to two once yeah. you've got yeah. that feeling and once you feel, you know, I think... You know, you and I always say this to people: don't be scared to move a few things around the gym. If it's mm-hmm. a bench, it's got wheels.
1: Oh, most do, yeah. Move it. Yeah. it. Yeah. You can move it. <laughs>
2: and know people might look at you; it's strange because it's not something they know how to do. But that's okay. You know, you've got to think what's best for your body. Yeah, oh,
0: yeah exactly don't don't worry I, th- I think that unilateral lat movement is so good and remember you can hit different portions of your lats as yeah, well yeah. and you can do so it half kneeling you, yeah no the half kneeling one is I, really nice I you can do it a half kneeling high to low you can also do no, it no, no, a half kneeling you can really lock low to high into
2: position. Mm. Okay.
0: so yeah because yeah lats you you can target the lower
2: part you can target the upper part as well um and also I people forget about that so was because to say one thing about the lats which is People who love push, your chest press will be a lot better if you can improve your lat strength. Yep. Because when you control that bar down, that bar path is a lat is exercise. A lat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you're bringing, you keeping your elbows tucked in, bringing your elbows back. Right. Well, it's not a full range of movement, but those lats, having yeah, strong that's... lats, will give you stability on your chest pressing.
0: Yeah. No. Good point. Yeah. Big time. Um. I mean, you could also do like bent over rows with more of a lap focus. If you're keeping your you know, elbows close to your body, like we said, el- and elbows stop when they're in line with your body. I would just say that's not the most effective building one because you've always got to think of how much load can you move and like, are you stable? Mm-hmm. You know, That's why having that bench is so helpful there because you can be really stable and you can focus on the load you're moving. You're not worried about stabilizing yourself, bracing you your core because that's over really rows, hard.
2: I think you've got to think slightly differently you know you're not trying to isolate anything so find a path a hand position where it's going to target a bit of everything yeah yeah. not too wide where it's too wide to get a full lat contraction but not too narrow where you're trying to squeeze through the lats
0: Mm
2: -hmm. you just want to get a nice in-between grip and, and do it that way you know get more bang for your buck with those and then if you do need to isolate, and you will, your lats then start looking at chest support exercises, you know, and feeling it, especially, you know, pull down, pullovers, dumbbell rows, mm-hmm. you know. Nice. That's why I love a, a nice chest support dumbbell row. Yeah. Yeah, I love dumbbell
0: rows.
1: Just, road. you know,
0: in a way, like, keep it simple. Like, I've also seen people do back days with like a hundred exercises. You're like, it, 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 you know, again, like, have your focus. So, if I you're really doing... reduce
2: my amount of exercises in things uh, yeah. just to go. As intensity increases, there's yeah. no need to. Have you're not, to have
1: yeah, you're not exercises. going to be able to do so some... <laughs> I many.
2: Mean, the, say... the only thing is, I've, I tend to add now, I added more uh, bicep exercise on the end of my pool day.
0: Yeah.
2: So, I have three, three exercises on pool days, and some of those front extra on you know, leg day. But, you know, the actual, my actual back exercises no more
0: than you know, four which i think I is, is well, adequate uh, as... yeah, yeah and just i mean it's another good. way like you could set it up if you're doing like an upper lower so right. you've got two upper sessions in a week you can decide like okay back is my focus over push here so you could start one upper body day with like a, a mid-back focus you know do do some pretty heavy sets there you could do some very light like lat work and then do your push. And then on the second upper day, then you could have your sort of heavier lat work, you know, lighter mid back, and then your push again at the end, you know? So again, whatever your focus is, start with that, you know, go heavy, go intense. Um, and yeah, again, you don't need a hundred million exercises. I think like having, you know, four is, you know, as long as they're, you know, they work for you. Uh, and you can, you know, add your progressive overload on them. You know, yeah. That's
1: yeah, I think that that's a good one. It's like, if you want to get strong with deadlifts, or you have weak erectors and you've been told they need to be strong, start with the deadlifts. If you're on bigger lats, start with lats. There's, yeah, because
0: when you were growing your lats, I think with JP, you, yeah, you yeah always he always just... Yeah,
1: he always went...
0: Just start with those.
1: And then deadlifts last, and it was even more, he put, if I still have enough, you know, in the tank to do Because uh, it was two heavy sets of just deadlifts So he'd always put lats first And then come down to I guess it was like width, thickness But lats first and then rows And then finish off with rear delt, biceps and deadlifts And then now with it, it's improved I play around with it a bit Depending on how my rotation looks So there are days I'll start with a the deadlift the days I'll end with it
0: so, mm. I mean, I don't have time to be doing rear delts separately. That's me, yeah, just being honest. So, like, I just do them with my rows. Yeah, um, it's
1: just, I, I just like face pulls, I'd say. It's, yeah. it's just, okay, fine, that's, that's yeah. different. Yeah. Like, as
2: I say, it's, yeah. it's, it's like every yeah. pull session. It's like face pulls. And
1: mm-hmm. it, it's, face pulls, it's like you said, it's for me when, um like when I had the shoulder issue and I was doing Feldenkrais and maybe it's placebo, but I just find myself, doing face pulls every time because I'd seen like DeFranco saying how it helped his shoulders then like, on yeah, top of the session, I, curls. So I always have yeah, those...
2: exercise purely there to yeah. get as much maximum blood flow into the joint which you know you know hamstring curls yeah you can build those but I don't my first session first lot so, uh, yeah just, just move the knees activate yeah. get the knees moving
1: yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah and I think for me, it's it's the same with face It's it's never heavy. It's never, oh, I'm trying to recreate also. You know, no, I don't go crazy with Facebook. Yeah. It's not like I'm trying to get
2: PRs. Yeah. Mm-mm,
0: no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, I to be honest, in my back workouts, I rarely do, you know, pull-ups. Um, only if I have sort of a strength focus or like you know, yeah. You yeah. said Andy, yeah. like just a goal of wanting to do more. But yeah, yeah in terms of hypertrophy, the, I think there are much. So like we've no, talked yeah. about the you, basic it's about ones it's hard to
2: progress yeah, yeah, yeah. same you yeah, for me I, I put them into a lot of clients things because they want to be able to do it yeah Yeah. yeah. yeah, and yeah same. it's nice exactly. to be able to do it Yeah. pull ups up and push ups Yeah. everyone <laughs> wants to be able to do in the gym at least one pull Yeah. yeah um, You're so I put them in for that reason only yeah, yeah pull ups
1: and push ups same thing it's,
2: But uh, it is
0: hard to progress like I really love TRX rows and I yeah. use them a lot but it can be I mean you can progress like you start almost standing and then you get lower and lower till you're sort of doing an inverted inverted row and then you can do it weighted as well but you do find that you start to do high you are doing generally higher reps with those so again just think Mm. where you want to put it in a program like i'll often just you know put that at the end and just do some amraps with it so that's
2: kind of how traditionally i've done pull-ups with amraps a lot just sometimes as a finisher mm. just and then and start reducing if someone's doing an assist to start reducing the assist yeah mm-hmm. the time you know with myself I've done them progressively with a weighted belt
0: mm-hmm. um,
2: but again because it's, it's, there's a lot going on with a pull-up I just yeah this is something I've always been able to do pull-ups yeah much um, stuff uh, you know for a lot of people you know if it's not your goal it's not gonna necessarily make you look any better
1: yeah, I think I yeah. I do them because same. Uh, well, like you guys have said, like like everyone else. I I think the day I can't do a push up or a pull up, then I'll know. Okay, now I've 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 slacked with bubble. my training somehow. Yeah, so if I add them, it's where you know back day is good. You're feeling good. Maybe somewhere you had extra carbs, and that session you're feeling okay. Maybe I, be bad I, I can increase. Yeah. yeah. And if I can still do them, there's that. Uh, okay, we're good. I'll see you in a few months again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, so it's, it's the
1: same.
0: <laughs> I mean during pregnancy back training is really important because you know you want to counterbalance like the growing fetus but also your your growing breasts so it's really important to train that. But it is interesting as you especially with things like the lat pull downs or upper back pull downs is a lot you know when you're when you your baby is bigger you notice what we call like coning which is that sort of separation of your abdominals. And it just means you're not managing your pressure correct. So you often have to take those movements out or modify them. So like pull-ups are actually, that's a lot of pressure on your core. Oh, so what oh. I was trying to say is a lot of back movements, you know, there is so much pressure on your core. So when you are pregnant, you've really got to manage that and just watch for that coning. Um, so again, like, yeah. Like, like something you said there about, you
2: know, obviously maybe think about women in general, Get a lot. Of, a lot of women suffer from bad backs when we've got big boobs. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. because of the imbalance between, you know, the, the back's not strong enough to support the weight at the, the front. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and that's just a generally, you know, quite a sound thing which should be, you know, if you've got big breasts, you probably need a strong back.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Simple. So, yeah. 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 Don't,
0: don't, you know. don't yeah. forget your back. Don't forget your back. <laughs> But, um, well, I, we're not going to be able to talk about legs today, but that saves another, oh, yeah. <laughs> another. <motivated> chance. <laughs> who knew, who knew talking about back would take a whole hour?
1: Well, I guess that's, I mean, if you see the, like anatomy experts and coaches like back, you can just learn something new it's, every day. It, it really
0: is like, <laughs> it's, you know, it's amazing. whether it's, you know, working you know, like rehab, working on your posture, whether it's if you're pregnant, whether if it's you're trying to improve certain parts of it, you know, how to program it, I think is important. So you can do just a recap. You can do like the push-pull legs, or if you're doing like a four-day split with upper-lower, then you can do that. And just remember whatever your focus is, start on that. And as Andy said in the beginning, like, you know, match your nutrition to it as well if you're looking to grow, as always. And, you know, you can refer back to our whole... Uh, episode on like how to build muscle effectively for you know those techniques, um, and yeah. in there as well. Yeah,
1: and well, if you're if you're a bodybuilder, you can do the bro pro split. But if you're not, you, you don't need to isolate every body part. So you can do full body, or yeah, I like clear said upper lower push pull push legs oh, push we pull didn't legs whatever. Say how
0: you'd program for full? B- well, I mean, how I often program for full body is. So I'll start. What well, and again, depending what your focus is, is like if you're doing a three day full body, like if you wanted to grow your back, like start. You could start with your back every single one of those days.
2: Yeah, if you yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just you remember, have a if you got like every other day training, I'll just start with back. Yeah,
0: you can, and just you know, just That's again, what you want to grow. Yeah, manage your fatigue. I find my back gets fatigued very quickly, so I have to
2: do manage it. Do two or three exercises for your back, but you know more bang for your buck type exercises i think with the full body yeah exactly Mm -hmm. like
0: you were saying more compound things like the the rows be good yeah yeah so hope this is useful to anyone trying to grow their back and then uh we'll catch you next week and talk about how to grow your legs
1: Yeah. yeah and maybe touch on pull-arounds which we forgot but oh pull-arounds yeah, yeah. well it, you
0: can talk about them if you want <laughs> oh, okay.
1: no it's just some I've, I've been experimenting with it also tell, with, us. Uh, tell us I've been watching Coach Kasem and uh, he does a lot of uh, he's into both science and like bro science and just going by science it's how the lat co- you are explaining how it comes in from the front to the back mm-hmm. and he was doing tests and how it activates when you pull around, and uh, I've tried some of the exercises and j- it's just amazing how you actually do feel it pulling around and lengthening and shortening and
2: I'm uh, not saying, like to get fully lengthened. It's actually got to wrap. Your it's wrapping, wrap. yeah, what yeah, round
1: uh front. Yeah, so uh, we're I guess we're used to training lats on one plane.
2: Yeah,
1: so. It's 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 kind of different trying pull arounds and even when I mean
0: that's unilateral, right? Yeah, yeah,
1: uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm doing yeah, uh, yeah, I don't think there's any. You can't do you it. Can't do it. On a cable. There's no machine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and a
0: cable. So
2: tell us how yeah, you set that up. Across from yourself. Yeah.
1: Well, the only two setups I've done is, is simple. The cable one, like a bent over row. So it's how you stand. So mm-hmm. you're you're not standing facing the machine. It's more your shoulder is angled toward the machine. Mm -hmm. And then as you pull, it's just that engagement. I don't know if you know wood chops, like just engagement of your waist turning around and then the same with the the bench setup. You set up the bench in a high incline style so you can support one arm, the arm that's not working. And then the arm that's now working, pull around. You can, you can imagine you're facing a wall and then you're turning around to either right or left to take something and that's pretty much the motion of the of the lat mm-hmm. but you're trying to do it keeping your hips low just yeah. mm-hmm. planted into the seat and at first i'd say start light and just feel how the lat works because you don't want to be too high and you don't want to be too low when you're pulling so it, mm-hmm. it's it's been it's been fun experimenting with that and uh just uh, going through the page and one education and seeing how different ways to incorporate the pull around. So in in a few weeks, I'll see if there's any improvement to the lats, but it's, it's honestly amazing. Just when you're doing it and you can, if your mobility is good, you can really feel the lat just lengthen and come back in as you, as you move around and still same, same, same process. Elbow is leading. Arm is just hook. And you're pulling it back into yeah into the lat line with the so yeah
0: yeah no I think that's that's a really good one and again like you'll have to play around with that yeah. to find it and yeah. you know worth watching, a- n one on on yeah, yeah, um and just a final thing like I generally always use some form of wrist strap or hook for pull mm. just so that you can again really focus on on your back muscles and you're not worried about like because I used to get like forearm yeah. cramp. It's fat- just the worst.
1: Because also sometimes you find your grip, yeah, it's like doing a lot of uh, erector dominant stuff. Your your grip or your erectors die first even when you're doing a row. Mm-hmm. So you might not be tired, your lats or whatever, but your erectors That's and That's
2: why I like that. figure of eight straps yeah. and or yeah. uh, hooks. Because even if I let go of my hand,
1: yeah, the, the, the wrists.
0: Still... The yeah. It yeah, it makes such a difference. So if you've never used those before, you know, and you really want to, progress your training with your back. Like it is not a cheat. It is not the easy way out, you know, unless you're you're not, you're
2: not necessarily working on whip
0: strength.
2: No, no,
1: no, no, no. unless, unless you're a power lifter and I guess you go into a competition where you can't use straps, but anyone else you're good. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. But if you feel like experimenting with back on top of that, try, try just, just imagine pulling around things, you know, and you can do it. Even if you don't have cable, you can do dumbbell pull-arounds. I think they've been there uh, a while, Ooh. but from you the old days, yeah. but uh, I guess they, they didn't have all the science to buck it up, but yeah. th- there was a lot of pulling around with dumbbells, so try it. It uh, doesn't have to try, so I, yeah, that's ex- what I'm experimenting yeah, experiment, with. It, but, experiment. so that's, yeah, so that's, that's interesting. At the moment.
0: All right. <laughs> well, we will end it there, and yeah, we'll see you next week, and we'll talk about... Likes.
2: Yeah.